What gets us to pay attention? Have you ever listened to a really engaging speech? Have you ever gotten lost in conversation? Have you ever heard a song that caught your attention enough to distract you from what you were doing? I just had that experience inside Barnes & Noble. I was out with a friend, browsing, reading the titles of books, and Rewrite the Stars from The Greatest Showman came on. And it distracted me from my friend and from the names of the books because my brain just had to pay attention to that song. What causes that? I'm Hunter Ferris, and for years I've wondered, why do we like the music we like? So on today's episode of Song Appeal, let's take a look at one reason why we like Rewrite the Stars from The Greatest Showman. You can find the full transcript for this episode, the show notes, and a link to hear the song at songappealofficial.com slash rewrite the stars. You can also support Song Appeal on Patreon at patreon.com slash songappeal. In the last episode of Song Appeal, Tracy Goodwin, who specializes in the psychology of the voice, taught us that the brain checks out after 90 seconds no matter what. And the one reason we check out is because a voice is predictable. You've told me what you're going to do because you're using the same tone repeatedly. So it's predictable. And when something is predictable, our brain says, ah, you know where they're going. You know what they're doing. Why don't you think about your grocery list or what's going down on Facebook or all the things you have to do today. When speakers start to talk like Ben Stein did in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Bueller, Bueller, listeners start to check out like his students did. And when a song becomes as monotonous as Ben Stein, the listeners start to check out the same way. So, how does a song grab our attention? And more importantly, how does a song keep our attention? Well, we pay attention to rewrite the stars because the notes and the melody change more than a normal song, the speed changes more than a normal song, and the instrumental track changes more than a normal song. Since our brains check out every few seconds, when a song holds our attention, essentially what happens is that the sounds keep grabbing our attention over and over, for instance, through a voice that keeps changing pitch. So rewrite the stars impersonates an interesting voice through a melody with a constantly changing pitch. During the entire first verse, first chorus, and first pre-chorus, the song never uses the same note more than four times in a row. Let's contrast that with Love So Soft by Kelly Clarkson, which uses the same note 20 times in a row. Love so soft, you ain't had nothing softer, break it, then you buy it, and a show gonna... Or One Week by Bare Naked Ladies, which uses the same note 25 times in a row. When Rewrite the Stars has so much more variety than other pop songs by having every two or three notes be different, the notes alone can grab our attention over and over and over again. And then, Rewrite the Stars becomes more attention-grabbing by changing the distance between notes, or the intervals. Take this line, for example. What if we the tune starts on a B-flat. Then after moving two half-steps up and then two half-steps down, it jumps up by 12 half-steps, the biggest jump in the entire song. Then down by one half-step, down by four half-steps, and down by two half-steps. That's a lot of change in the distance between the notes. And while this might sound kind of meta, the song changes how much change there is by changing what kinds of intervals it uses during different sections of the song. During the first few lines, the notes either stay the same or go up by two half-steps. You know I want you, it's not a secret I try. 
Soon the song adds in another interval and it bounces back and forth between notes that are seven half steps apart. It's not a secret I try to hide. Then the pre-chorus adds in an interval with three half steps, another with four, another with five. You claim it's not in the cards. Fate is pulling you miles away and out of reach from me. But you're here in my heart, so who can stop me if I decide that you're my destiny? Until we jump into the chorus, where the intervals start changing every few notes. What if we rewrite the stars? Say you were made to be mine. If you want this more specifically, check the show notes at songappealofficial.com slash rewrite the stars, where I've included a link to a chart of when each interval appears in the first verse, first pre-chorus, and first chorus. You'll notice in that chart that different sections of the song have intervals with completely different sizes, meaning that the jumps between notes keep changing how big and small they are, depending on the part of the song you're listening to. Have you ever noticed that when something moves in the corner of your eye, you can't help but look? Just like our eyes have evolved to notice movement, our ears can't help but notice when something is different. Just like you might have noticed there when I suddenly jumped from the size of different intervals to the evolution of our eyes. So when Rewrite the Stars makes the melody move, the song constantly grabs at our attention and holds it. Since change grabs our attention, Rewrite the Stars goes a step further by changing the speed of the song. I'm not talking about the number of beats per minute. I'm talking about the number of notes per second. The beats per minute, the tempo, still stays the same, you would still dance to it at the same speed. But there are simply more notes in every second. Each second is simply more dense, with notes. When a song changes the number of notes per second, it can hold our attention better, just like a voice holds our attention better when it speeds up, and when it slows down. As Charlie Hooper from Charisma on Command put it, People talk about speaking in monotone, and that's when you talk like this the whole time. It's the same tone, it puts people to sleep. What they don't realize is that you don't want to talk in mono anything. You don't want to talk mono speed and always talk at the same pace. You don't want to be mono rhythm and pause only at commas and periods, and you definitely don't want to be mono style. So alter the speed, alter the tone. Alter the rhythm, alter the volume, alter the breathiness and the style. Each of those, when compounded and added together, is going to give you 10 times more expressiveness in your voice and help you to command the attention of rooms full of people. So how does Rewrite the Stars do this? In the verse, there's an average of about two notes per second. The pre-chorus speeds up to about two and a half notes per second on average, and the chorus's melody slows back down to an average of slightly over two notes per second. And it starts all over again with the second verse, when the melody slows back down to two notes a second. So on a large scale, the melody changes how fast or slow it is depending on the section. It's a subtle change, but a powerful one. But on a smaller scale, the melody's speed changes every few seconds during the entire song. Any given second in the verse might have anywhere from zero to four notes, and that change is huge. The jump is almost always at least two notes per second. That's more change than most people put into their voices. The pre-chorus has more range in its speed, at zero to five notes per second, but the speed changes much less dramatically. Most of the time, the speed only changes between seconds by one note per second, if it changes at all in the pre-chorus. And any second in the chorus has anywhere from zero to three notes per second, usually changing by one or two notes per second. Almost every second of the melody has a different speed. And once again, the change is different depending on what section of the song we're in. Again, if you want more specifics, check the show notes at songappealofficial.com slash rewrite the stars, where I've included a link to a chart of how many notes appear in each second in the first verse, 
first pre-chorus, and first chorus. With that much change in the speed, you can bet that this song really catches our attention over and over and over, so that it holds our attention. But if just the melody were changing, our minds would only pay attention to the melody. If the background track were the same the entire time, we wouldn't even notice it after a few minutes for the same reason we don't notice other background noises that say the same, like a dishwasher that's been running for a while, or that hiss you've been hearing in this episode for the last minute or so. Yeah, now you notice it. Neuroscientist Joe Dispenza once pointed out that our brains receive 400 billion bits of information every second. That's as much information as it takes to leave your Netflix account streaming for 15 straight days. Well, our brains are getting blasted every second with more information than it takes to watch every episode of Supernatural, we're only aware of about 2,000 of those bits of information. Less information than it takes to stream a single frame. So our brains have to intentionally not pay attention to virtually everything that comes through our ears, usually the bits of information that are the same as before. Because, as Tracy Goodwin told us earlier on in this episode, When something is predictable, our brain says, ah, you know where they're going, you know what they're doing. So when a background part is predictable, it becomes background noise. If the entire song is going to keep our attention and not just the melody, Rewrite the Stars has to have an interesting background track. If you listen closely to the background track, you'll notice new instruments coming in, instruments fading out, there isn't anything at all in the background track for the first six seconds. And just like the melody, the instrumental track changes how many notes it plays per second, and what intervals there are between those notes. I won't go into all the data here, because there's just so much going on in the instrumental track that it would be almost impossible to process here. Instead, I'll let you feel how much the instrumental track changes. Here's a bit from the first verse. From the first chorus. From the bridge. I could go on, but you get the idea that the instrumental track changes a lot. Since the instrumental track changes even more than the melody, the entire song catches our attention, not just the melody. And when our brains have to focus on an instrumental track this complex and multiple singers, we don't have attention to spare for anything else. In every episode of Song Appeal, I ask the question, why do we like the music we like? And while getting someone like me to focus on anything is impressive, that still leaves the question, well, why do we like Rewrite the Stars? What is it about this song that makes us enjoy it so much? The way our brains focus is by producing a chemical called dopamine, which is a pleasure chemical. So in a sense, our brains feel really good when we focus on things. That's why being on a roll on a project or really getting in the zone in a game feels so good. Whether it's intentional or not, Rewrite the Stars does a great job catching and holding our attention. Whether we're in a theater or in a Barnes & Noble, by changing how many notes are in the melody, how many notes per second appear in the melody, and how much information we get in the instrumental part, all for the purpose of giving us a dopamine release to increase the song's appeal. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this episode, check out songappealofficial.com for more episodes. You can also support Song Appeal on Patreon at patreon.com songappeal. Again, thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you soon. In the meantime, have a great day, and enjoy your music.